You are listening to Beyond the Static with your host, Dwayne Banks. Now streaming on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pockets Cast, and Anchor. Past and present episodes, reviews, and links to all social media can be found at www.beyondthestaticpodcast.tk. Howdy, folks. Thanks for tuning in to Beyond the Static again. My name is Dwayne, and I am your host. Uh, about this time last year, I got a chance to sit down with goalkeeper drummer Cody Ritchie just before the release of Happy and switching platforms from SoundCloud to Anchor, as well as changing up the format. I realize that a lot of you may not have gotten to hear this interview, and it was one of my favorites. I don't really have any interviews scheduled, so in the interest of keeping some content coming at you guys, I figure I will replay this interview in its full for you, and hope you enjoy it. I think the first thing I found out is like, uh, we've done a few of these interviews, and they just go by so fast. Before you know it, you've been talking to somebody for like 45 minutes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, especially when mm-hmm. the, when it's a really good conversation, and you like, you really just start that's, to get it into it. Yep, that's how you know, man. That's how you know. Right, We right. start getting lost on time. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and it's mm-hmm. all—it's funny. Like, I always have, like, a, like a set number of topics that I, I want to talk about, but sometimes yeah. it just ends up going off on a, um, on a mm-hmm. tangent, on a tangent. Which is fine, and yep. you know, just let it go, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's human nature, you know what I mean? Right. Everyone's want to talk about something different. But, yeah, having topic points is definitely good. I don't think I could do interviews. My brain is so sporadic. I'm very ADHD. <laughs> so, like, I'm always jumping off on different points. But I tell myself these days to try and, you know, tunnel vision it, try and do it better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I got to, just like even when I'm uh, recording the episodes, I got to uh, I gotta keep keep my little bullet points in, like, kind of and mm-hmm. go, go through it like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure by now it's muscle memory for you. Also, thank you so much for asking us to be on the show. Happy to be here, man. Oh, for sure. Like, um, like I said, I, I featured you guys on uh, episode two um, mm-hmm. with, uh, why am I blanking on the name? Sunshine, which is, um, yeah. you know, I saw, you know, a local Philly band and like I saw the video, <laughs> which was awesome. So um, thank you, man. <laughs> you guys have a lot of like awesome <laughs> videos you have a lot thank of you. videos yeah, um yeah absolutely thank you so much i appreciate that so like what's like what 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 made you guys decide to like bring that back as part of like a big part of the like the band experience or like the, the goalkeeper experience so, uh so i'm not really sure what brought it like up in the beginning but it just naturally has grown since we've been doing it um we always felt like when we were marketing something or putting a song out, it's always best to have some sort of visual around it. And um, it's so strange to see what, how far it's grown to where we are today. Because I remember our first music video for Leftovers. I Personally, I didn't even realize we were making a music video that day. And we were just like, we were just recording something. You can see me in the background, like texting on my phone, like not taking it seriously and just like, like what's going on? yeah yeah yeah. and and we just i don't know we just realized that like throughout the um throughout the videos like we really show ourselves and it's very personable and and we we try and include as much as our personalities as we can in it and like it's become you know uh, a a trait of ours for goalkeepers so so we just keep it going the uh the next few videos we're so excited to to have released just say it comes out in like two weeks next friday i think oh nice obviously we have yeah yeah and we have 
so much more coming. Yeah, we got a lot of big plans. There's not too much else to do right now, you know? And and you can find that creative outlet in videos. And it's also always good content. So, like, I don't know. It's fun to make. <laughs> yeah, uh, it seemed like, actually, like, in the um, when I was looking through them, it seemed a lot like you guys just do a lot of documenting of your band life, and it kind of eventually get formed into a video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that comes around a lot, especially with like uh, Leftovers is that way. Uh, Some of Forgive Me has done that and uh, Chances, which Chances is my favorite music video so far that we have because uh, Casey Allen, he's he's an awesome photographer. He's good, good, good friend of ours. He's done a lot of work with us. And like, I think he just really captured who we were over the, that weekend he was with us. And, and you know, in that video, it really shows. There's a lot of Mark, there's a lot of Cody, and there's a lot of Ryan feeling on that. And that's the best part, you know? When it comes down to, uh, to, to, to bands, I think, I think something we, we do exponentially right is just really, really push our personality. And you understand who Mark, Cody, and Ryan is. And I think that's the best part of Goalkeeper. Yeah, it really comes through. Um, you know, I mean, you mentioned Chances. Um, I, I wrote a note about that. So I was listening to it. And, like, to me, it's the most, nice. like, beautifully hum beautifully humble uh, song that like you. i've heard in a long time because i was listening to it and really? i was just like oh my god i feel that mm. and like you know there are certain like mm. certain people that i've dated i'm just like oh my god I'm yeah so lucky. yeah like, <laughs> and, like you know <laughs> I, yeah I yeah it's funny that 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 song actually came about with um it, that was one of the first songs ryan ever wrote in his entire life like that song is more than like 10 years old for him and he never ended up using it for another band. And uh, he just like, I think, I can't remember how he brought it back, but he showed us one day and we're just like, yeah, we'll mess with it, see what we can do. And now it's like, oh, one of the best songs we have. It's awesome. Yeah, I love playing that song. There's a lot of emotion to it too. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good one. Yeah, that comes through in a lot of your songs I've noticed. Like, um, uh, was it like Screwdriver, for example, is like, when I heard that song, yeah. I was like, Yo, like that song is so <laughs> relatable, and especially like, um, and I talk about this a lot on in like interviews in my podcast. Like, I'm a recovering like mm -hmm. alcoholic and you know, um, mm -hmm. yeah, an, an addict. And so, like, when yep. I heard that song, as soon as I heard that, like, woke up with a screwdriver in my head, I was just like, dude, I know exactly Been that feeling. <laughs> Way as, too many yeah, times. And, and Yep, dude, I understand that completely. And that song is—that's uh, actually my favorite song so far to uh, to play live because it's such a slow burn. You start so slow, it's just that bang, 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 guitar bringing it in, and then you end with gang vocals at the very end. The the journey in between is is just so awesome, and, and it's great. People can relate to it because one thing that we um we 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 not I wouldn't say struggle with, but really considered when we were writing that song is that there's this like I feel like this moment and where it flips where like it's kind of funny and then you're like hey what's going on with this 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 character in the song like they really do have this this problem so like and it, it points in the song it's just this song about you know waking up with a hangover but then like you know later in the song it, it's more about like hey i have you know like, there's a deeper issue here like what's going on so it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome that people can relate to it you know i, I think we've all related to it in our own times because i've definitely woken up with way more than a screwdriver in my head sometimes and you just like what the fuck did i do. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm super glad that people can relate to our songs. Definitely has that like Motion City soundtrack vibe to it too. Like, oh, yeah, wow. like, he does a lot of that, um, and I really, really appreciated that. Um, 
So let's talk about the new record a little bit. Uh, yeah. So I saw you guys work with Will Pugh from Cartel on this. Is that that correct? What was that like? Because like in my mind, like on that. one of the pop punk legends. Uh huh. He is. Oh, absolutely. And 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 to 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 meet him, you know, you wonder like what what that's gonna be like because there is such a huge huge name garnered before cartel so you, you you meet this guy and and he's the most down-to-earth person in the entire world i'm not kidding he is no ego no attitude no rock starisms he is just such an interesting intellectual dude who who really really worked hard on a record it was awesome getting to meet him we um we met him via kevin and kevin worked on the last director with us and uh so we were wondering where to go this time around and he was throwing out some names basically the first one that had come up he said you know will pew from Qatar cartel he's in nashville lives right down the road from me yada yada you know we really should link up and obviously that's eventually what happened and and he took such good care of us really really cared about these songs engineered them so well that was really awesome to work with there was like zero intimidation the best part was hearing the cartel stories i will not lie you geek <laughs> out about it nice uh, and yeah. um I remember, I remember one one time in particular. He uh, some somehow in the in the studio, he ended up asking us all like, what our favorite cartel songs were, and um, I forget what Mark had said, <clears throat> but Ryan had said Deep South, which is such a fucking banger, and um, and I told him one of my favorite songs was uh, um, oh god, I can't even remember it, Matter of Time off of Chroma, and uh, yeah, he looked at me and he was just like huh interesting and i'm like oh man you probably think i'm such a nerd picking a song off chroma i should have picked deep cut uh <laughs> you know but no. working with him was just it was super cool yeah very humbling very cool yeah dude chroma's a great album though like my favorite cartel song is if i fail by far and i have no yes. no oh shame my God. That at yes, all. that's what i'm talking about yeah absolutely dude no chroma hits i remember and kind of shameful i'll put my hands up on this one but i actually listened to that record in full uh, the first time they came around and did a 10-year anniversary tour for it. Because I um I was really into a band that was on the uh, – that was opening for the tour. I can't remember who it was now. But um I ended up seeing them live for that for that 10-year anniversary in Philly. And, dude, fucking changed my my world. That record is so good from start to finish. There's just such a progression. There feels like this journey you take with them. And by the end, you get to the Q&A and it's just – you know, you're, you're sitting in your car for like 13 extra minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, they, you know, I still quote that, that uh, if you're not getting uh, answers and ask better questions, I still quote yes. that to everybody like that's like confused about something to this day. Like the first time I heard that, I was just like, oh <laughs> shit, like I'm fucking up here, <laughs> you know? I yeah yeah dude and uh, Cartel is super awesome band and and I actually got uh, a little bit more deeper into them after the studio and off the experience obviously but like diving deeper into them they're just such a good rock band such such a phenomenal band overall and they've they've seen a lot of success and they've they've done the whole gamut you know they ran it you know so so hearing his stories and 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 just like being able to sit there with them was really cool it was awesome you didn't even I didn't even think about half the time like this is Will from Cartel it's like this is Will he is the dude putting my record together and he gives a shit about my songs you know so it was really cool for him to separate anything about that ego you think rock stars have because i mean let's be honest you know will's a rock star <laughs> yeah yeah he's, he's kind of a rock star <laughs> and like every well, sense well, of, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and all every sense of the word like super good looking like dude that just plays in this awesome <laughs> man like 
Uh, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. No, claim it, claim it. No, he's an awesome man. Yeah, no, dude, he was cool. Kevin was really, really awesome to work with this time around. Um, so he did he did bad times don't last with us, and obviously we went to work with him again. So for life in slow motion, he he really buckled down, pulled up the uh, pulled up the uh, the boots, and and got the work in. He 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 did a lot with us. Happy, the first single that we released is actually um, fun fact. I hit the light song that he had um demoed out for them back uh, after summer bones was released and then they just ended up not doing too much so he sat on it for a while and then um we were passing demos back and forth and he was like i'm sure you guys feel about this because you're new to it but like i do have this song it's got like just instrumentals written if you want to check it out and we were like <laughs> yeah absolutely 100 percent, you know and um so we checked it out it slayed obviously and um yeah, we just worked with him for the rest of it, and we just put some lyrics to it, and and uh, that song, fucking banger, first song for the record, super super approachable, and 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 heavy hitting. So I think that one really fit our art niche well. Um, and then the other person we got to work with on the record was um, <clears throat> Seb from Neck Deep, which was super awesome because like the first thing he wanted to do was just have a, like a, a FaceTime call like this, and and just get to know us before he got to work on the record. So we're like 10 minutes into the conversation on the, on FaceTime. And this guy's like, so, um, so yeah, do you guys have any like ghost stories? Like anything paranormal ever happened to you? And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, absolutely do. And we say, yeah, yeah. We ended up talking just like the bullshit for like, you know, 30, 45 minutes. And, uh, it was nice to get like a, a little, a little look into his world and then for him to get look into our world. And we just talk about the records we like and the music we grew up on and the sounds we were going for. And it was really cool. I think um, I think the reason why I feel so confident about this release is just there's so much personality, dedication, and 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 cutting your teeth on these songs. Just like everyone's got something to prove. Everyone's been uh, more than you know over the edge for being involved, and they've put themselves into it. And it's just it's just been an awesome process. Yeah, it's um, I, I I'm very impressed with the the record, and I think that I, mm. I saw the um what is the, the the lyric breakdown that you did on Beyond the Crowd? Uh, oh, the no. Rooms. oh, no. When you said, you know, but like when you guys said like goalkeeper teaching people how to break up, like that, that actually hit. Yeah, I'm like, yo, that's, and I, and then I like, I was listening to like all your old stuff too. And I was just like, yo, that's really what they're doing. It's teaching people how to break yeah. up. This is great. It's like yep. you're doing the world yeah, of public dude. service. With your lyrics. Uh, it's so funny. It's so funny you mentioned that lyric video, dude. I was there's a segment that I guess it's gonna come out a little later, but and I'll just talk about it. But like they had this segment, I forget what it was called, but essentially they asked us some funny questions, but before you had the funny question, you had to find it underneath the shot. So you had to take the shot first and then read the question under it. And there was probably about like nine shots for Ryan and I to split. And by the time we started that interview or the lyric breakdown, my mind was like working at probably 35 <laughs> percent so uh behind the scenes this was a, a drunk history goalkeeper style yeah basically that's how it got to it yeah and like my mind was working like so they were like yeah explain the lyrics and just kind of talk about them I, I, like the camera came on i'm thinking to myself book these lyrics mean exactly what i'm saying but like how do i say the definition of this lyric without just reciting the lyric and <laughs> right so so i just like and they're stumbling through whatever it was. I've watched that video like maybe once out of just like pure like 
embarrassment to get through it, but uh, it's funny. It's awesome, man. Those guys are awesome. To all the crowded rooms, such cool people. Love to have the conversation with them. Don't remember half of it, but you know what? It was a fun time. <laughs> you know what? Um, little uh, secret confession. Um, after I listened to my podcast, like just to make sure that everything is good and like I put it out yeah. there, I usually don't listen to it again because I'm just like I don't want to hear my voice anymore. <laughs> right, right. I think that's I think that's something everyone agrees with. No one likes to hear their voice in recording. You know, it, I don't know why. I actually, someone was actually telling me it's like kind of a scientific thing because it doesn't because the voice that we hear in our head is different because it's like the mm -hmm. resin resonance or whatever is different than the voice that everybody else hears so then like we hear the yeah. voice that everybody else hears and we're like that's not i sound like that like that's terrible yeah it's like ew i sound like a mcchicken being put through like a blender this is disgusting i don't know why my voice sounds like this <laughs> right right it's like is my voice yeah. really that high because it doesn't sound that high in my head <laughs> uh, yeah yeah it's probably yeah it's probably like the difference between what you hear and like what i hear in my head is probably like one notch off so it's like why does my voice sound so irritating right <laughs> but yeah i think everyone gets like that for sure um so random uh thought about the album like i saw the cover and i love the cover it just reminds me of that like that like classic south jersey or new jersey diner feel yep it's like yeah yeah so so that actually came from um our buddy uh, Jesse Joseph, who's an amazing photographer from the uh, New Jersey, Philadelphia area, he uh, he had posted a photo set of that diner, that, literally that exact picture, and Ryan was scrolling through his Instagram and saw it and was like, yeah, that's dope. And then come to find out that diner is is actually uh, Reddy's and it's in Ocean City, and Ryan knows the owner to it. So, like, he's been there. He knows where it's been. It's like it's got a whole history with his family. So, it's, it's really cool that he ended up passing through that. And he was like, yeah, this looks really cool. We should end up picking this. And then we did. And um, and it just like, I think the reason why it fits so well is that like, you have life in slow motion. And then, you know, what that means to each of us is kind of different. But I think what it reflects with the album artwork is like, you know, you have this empty diner seat and it's it's very like, it's warm, but but it's also very empty. And like, you feel like things have slowed down. And that's what the whole album's really about. It's just like, taking one thing at a time and just trying to like look at your life in realization step out of the moment for a second look back you know and uh think deeper and more visceral so when we when we chose that album artwork it was it was pretty pretty on the nose for all of us ryan had sent it we we're all immediately like yeah that's the one and that i guess that's how you know that's when you guys have it right yeah so so i'm glad you guys like it yeah thank you so much not a problem um so can I ask you, what is uh, Lost Music Collective, like the label that you're uh, releasing this on? Or is that like... Um, oh, I yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. No, no, no. So Lost Music Collective is on the record label that I guess, wow, man, we might be uh, we might be close to hitting a year signed with them now. But um, that's, uh, that's this guy, Vinny, who used to play drums for Less Than Jake. And then our boy, Eric, who's from... Um, we just known him from uh, the scene. He was basically uh, an AR person who contacted via Benny. And anyways, um, uh, Mark had gotten in contact with him and somehow, I don't know, Mark is a genie. He talks to everybody, but um, he's magic. Uh, and um, they got connected and they were like, yeah, we can do some serious stuff here. And we ended up having a conversation. Conversation went well. Uh, we signed, the, signed with the label. They helped us get into the studio with uh, Will and Kev. 
Yes, I'm uh, my knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, they've hooked us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like record labels do. And um, they've they've hooked us up with some some pretty cool uh, stuff so far, and they're really helping us with this release. Um, they got us fest, which is happening next year now. But um, the names on that are awesome. The Wonder Years got to add to that for next year, which the Wonder nice. Years are my favorite band of all time, next to Transit. But that's a different discussion. But uh, anyways, yeah, <laughs> they they've done some really cool things. <laughs> Don't get me started on Transit. I'm not I'm about an hour for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 we'll we'll do that on the next yeah. interview. On the next one. Yeah, but yeah. To, um, to answer your question about the uh, the label, they're awesome. Great people. Good dudes. They keep up with us. Like, literally, Eric hit us up just uh, maybe like a few hours ago asking if we wanted to talk on Friday. They keep up weekly. Good dudes. They feel like they're really part of the team, and um, they're just helping us push forward. Yeah, so so they'll be we'll be putting it out via Lost Music Collective uh, September 25th. <laughs> Man. Ah. <laughs> I wasn't nice. trying to do Remember that, because I'm gonna ask you to plug the album at the end. So. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I got it. Uh, yeah, I got it written on my hand for right here. <laughs> Is he the same uh, guy that started Fueled by Ramen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, the history behind it and kind of point was um, from 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 my understanding, he did a huge he did a huge part of Fueled by Ramen, and um, if I'm not mistaken, he actually signed Fall Out Boy for Take This to Your Grave. And he had done some work with Paramore, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, I mean, you know, you can Google search on your own time. But but uh, he, he did a, a major thing for, for the scene. And then he did um, plastic, paper and plastic afterwards. But, you know, just, just a word, even fueled by ramen is now. You even have an association with that. That's awesome. To, just to play that role in the scene. Because, I mean, imagine a day without Fall Out Boy now. You know, like, who right. do not have? You know, so. so and, that's, and that was a record that's been super influential to me take this to your grave i think is the perfect pop punk record it's been, it's been my number one record for a really long time but um yeah 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 he's uh he's had involvement in that just for for sure yeah they dude fueled by ramen was like so i remember like i had just started out on like college radio and like fueled by ramen mm -hmm like had that big push with like paramore and like the academy is and i still listen to like yeah. the hush the Hush Sound album all the time, like, like, it's, yeah. Fuel by Ramen is 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 um, like it's it played a major part in my early twenties. Yep, and look where they are now. Now, Vinny doesn't have anything to do with them nowadays. I think he sold his his part a while ago, but like, where, look where they are now. They have, I think, Twenty One Pilots. I think Fall Boy is still on Fuel by Ramen, and like, they have I Panic. Know, some of the biggest names. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which Panic did phenomenal last year, all over the place. You know, so, yeah. So just just to have that like uh, that one degree to Kevin Bacon, you know, in in into uh, Fuel by Ramen is awesome, you know. So it really feels like we're on the pulse of the industry, man. Uh, where we're at right now and some of the hype behind the album, it's it's surreal. Sometimes I can't believe it, you know. And and then just to see the success and and the love and and all the support that comes, it's it's super humbling and unexpected and 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 loved back you know so everything they get to us we're giving straight back man i can't thank everyone enough for the support that we've gotten so far dude i saw like the the um you know, like you guys were written about in alt press you guys are written about in substream yeah. um mm -hmm. you're on like you're i did i see this correctly playing with um bowling for soup coming up. <laughs> yeah yeah uh-huh. So yeah, it's like, yeah, I feel like you guys are like right there. Like that's, that's mm -hmm. like, you're, you're about yeah. to. We had, 
to blow up. So yeah, I'm lucky to have you either. here for with me. <laughs> uh, Thank you. No, 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 absolutely, man. Dude, I'll talk to anyone who wants to talk to a goalkeeper. I'm super happy to be here and the people are just interested in us. That's the best part. Yeah, I love that you guys are a Philly band too. Like that always and like Philly, well, mm-hmm. in Jersey, because I, you know, I was born and raised in Jersey, but I live in South Philly now. Yeah. So like anytime okay, I cool. get to get to like see like a Philly band coming up and like mm-hmm. making big moves and like get to talk to them. It's, Thank you. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, I did um I did make a crucial mistake today on social media where um I think somebody asked goalkeeper what our favorite uh our favorite hoagie was. And me, being the New Jersey fucking idiot that I was, said, yeah, it's a chicken tender sub, bro. That's the best one. Everyone's like, and this guy has the fucking audacity to say a goddamn sub. What is wrong with him? What is a sub? I've never heard of a sub. Yeah, Mark texted me individually. He's like, I can't believe you called it a sub online. I was like, I'm from Jersey. What do you want, man? I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, now, you can't, ha- you can't <laughs> use that excuse because I'm from Jersey and I know it's a hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> you must yeah, be from yeah, up no, north, sir. <laughs> no, no, I'm from the deep. I'm from down, down, down. I'm basically Delaware, like Salem County. Exit oh, really? bro. Oh, oh yeah, dude, I'm Jesus. down there, Jesus, you're down there like Carney's Point. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom was there. Yeah, I have uh, – my closest neighbor used to be a cow for, like, the longest time. That's <laughs> about it. So, you can imagine why I love pop punk so much. It's like, got to yeah. leave this town. <laughs> well, I grew up not too far from you, actually, not in really. Woodbury. No way. What? Yeah. So, Dude, like – Small world, man. Small I used- world. I was in a band about 10 years ago, and um, we used to play it like Hangar 85 all the time. Hangar 80? Yeah! Dude. Or 84. Which one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was going to correct you, but I didn't want to. Yeah, Hangar 84, dude. That place is a fucking shit. Yeah, dude. They used to have the wildest things there. Yeah, oh, dude. Man, that's a, whole, that's a whole part of my memory you just unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Actually, New Jersey, South Jersey used to have some really cool shit going on. Yeah, some really good good bands have come out of there, too. It's just so impressive. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, South Jersey, Philly area, it's just got that dynamic, man. Something right. about it is just, like, you feel that you feel that hard, mean, winterized person who's, you know, uh, putting on that record. Yeah, um, the Northeast is awesome. Absolutely, the feel that Philly does. With all the things that have come out of, like, Philly and Jersey, like, do you ever, like, mm. does it, do you real recognize, like, the capacity of like what you're a part of from time to time. Does it ever dawn on you? Like, yeah, we're a part of some, some big stuff here. Like some big names came out of here. Dude, you know, man, I I would, I would love, love nothing more than one day to be, you know, the, the associated with all those names, you know, uh, the starting line, uh, Tiger's job, the wonder years, hauling fucking oats, dude. Like, I, I, I don't, there's just so much that's come out of Philly. It almost feels like we have something to prove, you know? And that's why I always feel like we're working so hard is that we have this chip on our shoulder that we just, we want to push as hard as we can. We ended up starting this band, you know, right after all of our other bands had collapsed. Literally, we played as the pizzas at the last show my previous band ever played. So as soon as that show ended, my band ended, and then Mark and Ryan were like, yeah, we should do this as a real thing and then we just hop right on that so like chip off the shoulder dude we had so much to prove and so much to gun for it's like that's why we put in the work and and that's really what shows it mark is talking to people every day emailing cold uh you know reaching out for publication talking to people on facebook uh ryan and i were always writing every day also doing the same things but like it's about the the amount of work you put in like we're, we're, we're really you know doubling down 
we're gonna make it <laughs> yeah i mean like actually i got the the press release from from mark and um i didn't even know it was on your guys uh email list like i know that <laughs> like i had mentioned you and like followed like we like follow each other on social media maybe um i know i definitely yeah. follow you guys and um mm -hmm. whenever i put an episode out i tag all of the artists in in like the instagram and yeah. facebook and twitter posts nice. um so mm -hmm. yeah what, so what were your old bands that you were mentioning? Yeah, so they were, um, Mark's band was called uh, First of Autumn. And they were like this pop punk band with like this dad rock kind of singer deal. It was, it was interesting <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nah, not to say mine was any better, but I played in uh, like a pop punk emo band called Hansford and, um, I later figured out that, like, the only reason why they picked me is, like, yeah, you were, like, this crazy drummer, and, like, you always stayed on time, so that was good. We liked you. Like, the rest of your band was just, I don't understand it at all. But you were a really good drummer. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> hey, man, I'll take what you can give me. Dude, sometimes yeah, it feels and Ryan like played in a band called, um, dude, I, man, it's all about you, you know. And this is the craziest part. Ryan played in this band called Another Day Wasted, and they actually played – uh my second show ever as hansford and i remember thinking they were like this awesome band the the singer evan he was really really cool dude and we ended up connecting and um after making that small connection man we stayed in contact and kept playing shows and that's how i met ron and and, and through the shows how i met mark you know and now i couldn't imagine a single day not talking to him they're the best in the entire world and and we're about to take over the music industry like you know, it's crazy how things happen and how you meet people, dude. All because yeah. of Hansard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that how that works out. You know. Yeah, man. Um, uh, yeah, old man's. Yeah, they're they're fun. It's fun. I like I I it's like some of the guys that um I used to play with have gone on to do some pretty big things, and um, you know, it's you know, it's almost like mm -hmm. that that sense of pride of like. I know that guy. Like I've been like, yeah, I used to play with them. Like I, like I used to get down with them. So <laughs> if I could get down with them, I think I'm pretty cool. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm sure all your old bandmates are looking at you guys right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Man. Go, go do it. Um, yeah. Oh, dude, that's exactly old bandmates. Yeah, no, please God. No, what were you about to say? Oh, so I was going to say, like, the, the old guy I have from Hansford, they're still my best friends now, and they love the record, and I show it to them, and I give them all the sneak peeks, and, like, they're only pushing further and further. They're really, really happy for me, and, like, they've been super supportive, and, you know, like, they've been exactly like you said, like, yeah, they've been at every show, they've been pushing, they show their friends. It's cool to see the support that's coming through. That's what's up. Um, so... Let me ask you a couple more things about the uh, the record. Um, so from mm -hmm. what I what I was listening, at least like the last half of it, there there seems to be like this like sense of like being lost, you know. Um, especially uh, so like, is there any specific like vibe that you guys were going for, or like is, did that just happen like kind of naturally? Yeah. So. Um... The funny thing is, I remember us trying to uh, to think of some maybe some themes to write about when we were getting together trying to start this record, and like nothing really came, you know, nothing nothing natural that felt like 
like this isn't forced that we weren't trying to push some sort of something on to goalkeeper. So when it came down to it, we ended up just writing what goalkeeper wanted or what goalkeeper did. And um, there was no like natural theme that we tried shifting towards or, or anything like that, but it, it all just came together, acclimated very well. And there's that, that sense of, like all this has the similar purpose. Like we're all saying the same thing with these songs, like, and like what you had said in the last few songs there, they does have that, that feeling of like being lost. And, and that's, that's something we wanted to touch upon this record because as much as we're known as this positive band, you know, there's, there's a whole other side of the spectrum of songs that, you know, and feelings that you want to reach into. And, you know, like you, you can talk about being sad and you can talk about your deeper feelings of feeling lost and, and, and dismal and those kinds of things. And, and once we finally touched into it and tapped into that spirit, like we really brought it, you know, um, <clears throat> Ryan, uh, Ryan was, was feeling in a certain headspace through half the record. And I remember he started the record and we were thinking like, it's so funny. This is it. But uh, the first thing that he had told me in a parking lot one day was like, yeah, I found, I just found this concept. Like the concept I have is I just want you to be happy. And like, I want to see if we can build off that and maybe do something with that. And I remember that really, really, really kind of like sparking the rest of my motivation for the record. And then that's how we ended up writing uh, the hook for happy, obviously. Um, but then like you have your, your other, your other side of the hand or the opposite hands of those songs where you have like black and blue and this is fine. I talk about like chasing a feeling that's not even there for no reason, wondering what it's all about, feeling like the world is crushing you and you have no idea what to do. So I think it's, I think it's awesome that, that we are able to touch into those emotions that um, maybe our fans haven't related to us yet. So, cause I mean, like I love punk partners and, and I love, you know, sunshine and I love songs about love and, and feeling like, you know, there's hope out there, but like, there's also that very real side you know, about sadness and depression and, and anxiety and, and loss and maybe just that feeling of just not belonging, you know. So um, we touched on a heavier side this time around, and I'm really proud of us. I really like what we came up with, and I think it still sounds very goalkeeper. And, um, you know, man, honestly, it just sounds honest. That's the best part. This is something that wasn't forced. It wasn't pushed. It wasn't, like, curated. Ryan and I sat <laughs> in the van and drag a six pack of yingling and wrote the rest of your lyrics. Like that's how it came about. It was really, really honest. Yeah, this like, you know, you said it was heavier. Like I like there's definitely like like a like a depth and weight to to like especially like yes. on like this is fine that like that, you know, mm-hmm. is not on Sunshine, even though like Sunshine's a great song. Like I such a fun yeah. song. Thank and you. <laughs> even even that is like it seems like even when you guys do do the heavier like more um deeper things that mm-hmm. there's it's still relatable like i i got i find a lot yeah. of what what you guys are saying relatable um yeah and like good. good you know like you said that i saw like you lyrics that focus on the levity of situations is like what you guys are going mm-hmm. for and i think that um that really comes through is like even with that like good is that how am I trying to say this? Like, well, like what kind of keeps you like that optimistic even through, through all of it? I think, um, I think what that, I think what that optimism is, is just something Ryan and I have found as, as writers, uh, uh, him and I write primarily most of the lyrics. Uh, Marcus helped out in a few instances, but it, it's mostly Ryan and I. And, um, I think a commonality him and I have is just being able to, to see a brighter side or, or the other side, the grass is always greener, you know, and um, we've always focused on trying to write just like just focusing on things can get better because 
you know, for a period of time in there, there was just a lot of music being released that was very sad, you know, and, and just very heartbroken, which is fair. People are heartbroken. People are devastated by things every single day, you know, so feelings are feelings, but like, we just felt there was, there was just this void for a happy feeling. So, so we clung to that and, and um, we just like wrapped it around ourselves and made goalkeeper what we thought that could be. We, we wanted to be just like this lightning rod for positivity for people. If they needed it, we had it for them. And if they wanted to feel sad, Hey, we got sad songs. We have lately, you know, and like you've heard the record, there's some, there's some harder stuff coming out. So like, as equal as as people need sad songs people also need happy so you know i think mark ryan and i all came together with that idea in mind and we really kept it you know we wanted to keep that positivity inside our band which is working out great <laughs> i'd say so um is there anything um or kind of winding down on time is there anything yeah. that we've missed that you would like the world to know about uh goalkeeper Sorry, my AirPod fell out. Um, anything the world needs to know about Goalkeeper. Wow. Um, I love my cat. His name is Bobo. He's in a music video. Um, Mark has no belly button. Uh, Ryan looks like a naked mole rat when he shaves his beard. We have an album dropping and an EP dropping at the end of September on the 25th, September 25th. Life in Slow Motion is coming out. It's, 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 it's a banger from the first second to the last second. There's all different types of punk on there. There's there's pop styles. There's a little bit of country influence. It, it, you know, there's there's heavier shit. There's breakdowns. It's all over the place, but all feels like one collective piece of art. If there's anything I can suggest to you, please check out Happy. Pre-save it. it well, actually, no, it's out. You don't have to do that anymore. I can stop promoting that. Uh, pre-save, just say it. <laughs> That's coming out at the end of this month um, in just like two weeks. And then just get ready. You know, there's so much more coming for Goalkeeper. Uh, the release isn't where we stop. We're going to keep doing videos. We're going to keep up with all the fans and releasing as much as we can. And, um, you know, as soon as shows come back, you know, expect us to be there. We want to be in the top of your playlist now while you have to stay at home. But, like, dude, we want to be on the top of your, like, half the ski list as soon as fans come back. That's what we want to do. So, like, listen to Goalkeeper. Uh, well, <laughs> That's all I can say. you're definitely on the top of my half to see list when, uh, when you guys come back and when we can go, go be free people yeah. again. Um, Absolutely. So where exactly can they find uh, the record or the singles? Yeah. So you can find, we actually, um, you can find it all on our uh, our YouTube. We have all the videos up there. So all of our songs, uh, most of them have a video up there. You can find anything on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Amazon. People use that. Yeah, there's a few new ones coming out, but like uh, you can find anywhere on your local internet. Just go ahead and type in Goalkeeper, Bad Times the Last, Happy, uh, just say it coming soon. It'll all be on your local internet. Awesome. And I'll definitely have uh, links to that, um, to more of your yes. content on uh, the Beyond the Static website. Um, so nice. thank you so much for joining me, Cody. Like, it's been a pleasure. Oh, dude. Yeah, absolutely, man. No, this is awesome. Thank you so much for having me. If you ever want to talk again, please let me know. I'd love to come back. You know, you're an awesome dude. And like it, like you said, as soon as shows are back, I expect to see you out there, man. I'll get you, I'll buy you, I'll buy you some notches at the bar. That's what's up. I like it. Yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> maybe talk again closer to the record. Yeah. No, that'd be awesome, man. That'd be super cool. Thank you so much for having me tonight, man. This has been awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Thanks again for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Cody Ritchie of Goalkeeper.
Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Static, now streaming on Spotify, Pockets Cast, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Breaker, Anchor.fm, and YouTube. Visit www.beyondthestaticpodcast.tk for reviews and to hear past episodes. Join our mailing list to stay up to date with news and content. Beyond the Static is on all major social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram, Beyond the Static Podcast, Twitter, it is BTS Podcast. If you are a fan of what you're hearing and would like to support the show, please visit buymeacoffee.com slash beyondthestatic or ko-fi.com slash beyondthestaticpodcast. You are appreciated more than you will ever know. Have a wonderful morning, noon, and night. See you next time.